previously already had this podcast. I'm your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. I really don't care. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we have talked about on this podcast. So let's check it out and see all the interesting things we've talked about. I talk about movies, TV shows, books, games, Game Informer, Pinocchio, Warriors of Legend, Unauthorized Book, Nine, Firestarter, A Soft Guide to Taking It Easy, Vampire Kisses Books, Lucia Ball, The Wizard of Oz, Siege B, The Great Battles in History, some of these are older, Zombies 3, Witches, Diana, Her Life and Legacy, Pirates, Zombies, Titanic, Tuesday, Norway, One-on-One, Mysterious Places, Movies, Buzz Lightyear, Melissa and Joey, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Promise, Memorial Day, Senior Year, Godzilla, Funny, Mashup, Ripley's Believe It or Not, For the Love of a Child, Anastasia, Asia and more, Mary Vincent, The J-Team, Shirley Jackson, Family Trees, Greek Mythology and Lesson, Electric Chair, The Brady Kids, The Brady Bunch, The Brady Bunch Goes to Hawaii, The Dark Side of the Brady Bunch, Growing Up Brady, The Lottery, Turner and Pooch, Night Squad, Hillsong, Almost Christmas Movie, We Have Always Lived in a Castle Book, Love That Book, The Other Kingdom, The Warren Files, A Witch's Ball, Evil Thing, A Tell of That DeVille Woman, Two Hot Take Show Review, Turning Red, Team Titans Raven, Unsolved Mysteries, Charmed, BuzzFeed Unsolved, Kids Nation, Black Widow, Fired Up, The Movie, The Good Place, St. Patrick, Chicago Tylenol Murders, Awkward, Ukraine Ghost Whispered, The Bride He Bought Online, Archie and Katie Keene, Archie's Weird Mystery, Seven Heaven. Charlie Sturkenweather, Mummy is a Murder Chill, Abandoned Empress, Hot and Cleveland, Scorpion TV Series, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Different Strokes, Return to Amish and Escaping Polygamy, and we have so much more. I will be talking about movies. TV shows, books, games, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and movies, TV shows, books, games, and I guess that is all of them. I hope you all enjoyed and hopefully y'all
have a great and wonderful experience. And these will be uploaded Monday through Thursday. Hi, welcome back. I'm your host, the Susan Ann. Today for movie. Not too well now. I don't know. So again, the movies I have for Movie Monday are gonna be really random, all over the place. I gotta. All the movies are just everywhere. Like the movies I'm reviewing: Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas, Twas the Night, um, Twelve Dates of Christmas. 47 meters down, which we will talk about today. Am I getting too loud again? I have no idea how to fix this. And... Mary... A very merry... Housewives. Some of these are not Christmas. Boxing Helen. <laughs> Ultra. Uh, Tells, I think. Christmas. My Christmas not maybe that much. When 
Stirrups too. Upside. Ah. One. What? Don't do that much. Mm, Rugrats is still in here. Did we do Rugrats? Sailor Moon, Sons of the Father. Um, that's about all. I mean, some of these are really Christmas movies. So I'm going to be very sorry to tell you all that happened. My stuff is now officially Christmas stuff because I still have them in my to-do list, but that's okay. I'll have other movies, don't worry. I love movies. 47 meters down. Okay, I thought at first, I'm gonna give you my thoughts a little bit. It was too long in the um, beginning. Not the right one. What is this? What is going on? And then I was like, oh, okay, it's just taking forever. 47 Meters Down is a 2017 survival horror movie film. By the way, it's half good and half boring. And you will see when I talk about it, and then I will give my opinion based on it. Like, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. It was like an okay movie. It was like... Could I watch this again? Maybe. During like shark, when they have shark movies, maybe. I was just like, it's okay. It's interesting. It's okay. It's just slow at first. Okay. Film directed by Jonas, Jonna, Joan, and Roberts, written by Roberts and Ernest, and starring. Blair and Mandy Moore. How did I not put Mandy Moore was in this? Okay. The pilot, the plot follows two sisters who are invited to cage dive ball on holiday in Mexico. Fun fact, I think they're either stepsisters or adopted sisters from what I can gather. And one's popular and one is not. And I think the one just moved there, but I could be wrong. Or people just like... Sometimes that happens, where one sister's popular and the other isn't, or one's more likable and the other isn't. It's a thing. I mean, it could it could also flip flop. It really just depends on the situation. In Mexico, one month, the winch system holding the cage breaks, and the cage plummets to the ocean floor with two girls trapped inside. They must find a way to escape. First of all, they went on to a boat. With men they didn't know. Not a good idea at all. Might be the other one that may be the two sisters. I can't remember. Now that I'm thinking about it, might be the... There's two movies and I might be mixing them up. I do know that they went on a boat with a guy they did not know, which bothered me. Like, okay, you're in another country, I think. And you go on a boat with a random dude, and then you go out to sea where you're not supposed to. 
they were in a part of the ocean where they weren't supposed to go. And I'm like, you're going to get yourself killed. And I'm like, seriously, don't be stupid. When you're in another country, don't just go off of a random man. And even if your friend's there, don't do it. That's even worse. Just don't. Stay with what you know. Stay in the grounds. Don't go alone. Okay, holding the cage breaks, and the cage plummets to the ocean floor with two girls trapped inside. They must find a way to escape, with their air supply running low and great white sharks stalking nearby. Fun fact, the only reason the sharks are stalking near them is because, of course, they threw the fish food that they were going to eat right where they are so they could get up close and personal with the shark but being in the cage itself. And I'm like, oh great, they're gonna die. You're literally filming fish food right where you're like, are so you can see them. I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, I just was like thinking in my head, this is not something I would do. If I wanted to swim with sharks, I'd make sure it was like, it wouldn't be a cage, I know that. I don't really swim with sharks. I'm not really that adventurous. Sharks are very, just no. Okay, I digress, though. Okay, two girls trapped inside. They must find a way to escape with the air supply. Yep, 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 yep. Sister Lisa and Kate are on vacation in Mexico after Lisa's boyfriend recently broke up with her. I was thinking the other sisters. That's in the other movie, which we will talk about. They decide to go watch sharks from a diving cage with two local men. That's a terrible idea. At the docks, Lisa is worried of the boat and its owner, Captain Taylor. Kate is a certified diver, but Lisa is new to diving. They lie to tell Taylor and tell him that Lisa is experienced. That's another problem. You shouldn't lie about these things because it could get you into dangerous situations. There's reasons that they ask. Please don't do that. Don't go lying and telling people you could do something you can't do because let me tell you. It'll get you into a whole lot of trouble that you do not want to be in. Okay. Unbeknownst to everyone, the cable supporting the cage is frying. Yeah, that's not good. Taylor sends Lisa and Kate down with masks to allow them to talk to him on the surface and to each other. That's good. Cool, you have communication, that's great. The unfortunate part is your, your line is starting to rip. Not so great. Are you supposed to check every inch of your boat before you go out in it again? Because I don't know nothing about boats. I'm going to have to look stuff up about boats now. That's going to be on my other podcast, I bet. Coming up on my kids' podcast, learn about boats and other history facts about boats. Because I have no clue if you're supposed to check every crevice before you leave like i would be weird and be like checking everything to make sure there's no holes no breaking like things no ropes that are misplaced nothing that could be like causing an issue but i am so weird because i've seen so many oceans i don't know i'm cautious about oceans i'm not scared of oceans it's just they're unexplored territories that we don't know exactly what's in there. And you don't know what sea creatures you're going to come across. And some sea creatures are a lot more dangerous than you think. 
Even though sharks aren't as dangerous as people think, they're dangerous depending on the situation. Usually not as dangerous as some of these movies, but pretty dangerous if you like throw food that they want and you're in a cage. You probably smell tasty. And if they smell blood, I heard typically they follow you, but I'm not 100% sure that's true. From what I read, I think it's only half true and half false. I think it's more they could smell your fear. But I could be wrong. I mean, it is so bizarre. Okay. I digress again. I mean, I just, I like shark movies, but at the same time, I'm like so cautious. I guess ever since Jaws, I'm like, okay, don't do this on a boat. Don't do that on a boat. Be careful when you go in the ocean because you don't know what's in there. Jellyfish, other fish, the blobfish, which is terrifying. Taylor sends Lisa and Kate down with masks that allow them to talk to him on the surface and to each other. They are soon surrounded by Great Lake Church, but the cable breaks and the cage sinks 47 meters down. Okay, if someone could explain how far that is, I mean... I'm picturing it, and I think that's really, really bad. I'm trying to picture how far 47 meters down is in an ocean, and I'm trying to understand if that is way worse than my brain is saying, but it seems pretty bad to me. Some facts about pandas. The bamboo bear. It was once thought that the giant panda might be related to the raccoon. However, scientists have since proven that it is a member of the bear family. The giant panda is officially classed as a carnivore, meat eater, though its diet is more likely that of an omnivore, plant eater. The vast variety of a giant panda's diet consists of bamboo due to an effective sedative system they need to eat large qualities to get the nutrients they need a giant panda can spend 14 hours a day eating and will typically eat 11 to 18 kg in one day 99% of this bamboo but they will also eat fish eggs and small animals if the opportunity arises in the wild, giant pandas are territorial and generally solitary animals. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... Enjoy this ad break slash sponsor. 
And I know this is a movie. Why should I analyze it so much? I should be a little more not analyzing it. But the whole 47 meters thing when they showed it, I was like, that seems way farther than I... Like, I'm trying to picture it, and I just can't picture it. It seems just like they hit the ocean floor, and that just seems impossible, but... I mean, I don't even know how they would survive that. Okay. 47 meters below the surface to the ocean floor and out of communication range. With the boat, Kate swims up seven meters to resume communication with Taylor, who tells her that, oh gosh, it's a hard name, Javier, J-A-V-I-E-R, will be coming down with a spare winch cable to attach to the cage. He advises them to stay in the cage because the sharks are close by. Both women are running out of air soon, but soon see a flashlight in the distance with Kate low on air from the previous swim, Lisa swims out to get Jabbar's attention. A shark tries to attack her, but she avoids it. Lisa becomes disoriented about her position. Jabbar attempts to usher her back towards safety, but he is killed by a great white shark. Yeah. Great. That's exactly what we need, or just people dying. Also, what the heck do sharks even... Sharks? I've, I've read sharks' mouths just eat everything. Someone said, like, if you look inside a shark's mouth, one time they saw a trash can. I guess they don't really know what they're eating. Seems weird to me, but apparently it's a thing. Lisa takes her spare gun, spear gun and the winch cable. and swims back to the cage. The spare cable is attached, but also snaps, and the cage sinks back down. Okay, what are wrong with your cables, dudes? Did you not buy a new cable? How long? Okay, if you know boats, let me know. How often are you supposed to replace winch cables? Because to me, if it snaps right away, that seems like it's been sitting there way too long, right? Oh. Maybe you should have a spare for the spare for the spare. I don't know at this point. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Calm down. <sighs> okay, the spare cable is attached, but it breaks down. Landing on Lisa's leg and pinning her. Yikes, that's even worse. Kate tells Taylor that they are low on air and Lisa is trapped. He sends air tanks down and tells them to... Coast Guard is an hour out. He also warns that the second tank may cause... I'm going to try to pronounce it, and then I'll spell it. Integracial nersaltus, which can lead to hallucination. I'm going to spell it. N-I-T-R-O-G-E-N-N-A-R-C-O-S-I-S. Kate finds three flares to signal the Coast Guard. As she returns to the cage, she is attacked and presumably devoured by a great white shark. Lisa uses the spare from the spare gun to pull a tank toward her and dons it, getting more air. Kate is injured and her blood is attracting more sharks. Lisa uses her BCD to lift up the cage, freeing her leg, and swims to Kate. Due to Kate, nature of Kate's wounds, 
The sisters decide to swim to the surface using one of the flares to scare off the sharks. At the 20 meter mark, Taylor reminds them they must wait five minutes to decompress and avoid the bends. If you know what bends is, let me know. I'm definitely gonna have to look this up later. Kate accidentally drops the second flare and lights the third, discovering that they are surrounded by sharks. As the third flare goes out, Taylor tells for them to drop their gear and make a break for the surface. As they swim as fast as they can, one of the sharks bites Lisa's leg, but she escapes. Both women make it to the boat, but Lisa is attacked again, and it is and it releases them. The men pull the sisters onto the boat, saving them, and start packing up their wounds when they see that the shark has been off half of Lisa's leg. It is real that Lisa has been hallucinating. <sighs> Yell in <laughs> Thanks for that. All the t- this time due to, I'm just gonna say gas and that she is still at the bottom of the ocean with her leg pinned under the cage, with Kate gone. As Coast Guard's divers arrive to rescue her and carry her to the surface, Lisa begins coming out of her hallucination, calling out to Kate. When Lisa looks around for Kate, she realizes that her sister is not present and begins crying. Remember that Kate was killed by the great white shark. That's all the... the so great. Just great. Ah, uh, my takeaway is what the heck just happened. And welcome. I am your host, Lee Anime. And today we will be talking about animals from Canada. Beaver. The beaver is not only one of Canada's most magnificent creatures, but it's also the largest rodent in North America. Beavers have a distinct flat tail, powerful jaws, and a charl-shaped exterior teeth, ideal for biting through tree trunks and branches. Known for their productivity, we say busy as a beaver for a reason, and the virtual role they play in maintaining the health of freshwater ecosystem beavers have earned the monk-like nature energy engineer. Moose. Mooses are the largest member of the deer family, standing up to 1.8 meters tall from shoulder to hoof and weigh an impressive 36 to 75 kilometers. Males, called bulls, are typically larger than females and immediately recognizable by their huge antlers, which can span 1.5 meters. Mooses are extremely powerful and could travel over almost an entire higher, making them a widespread species. Through Canada's border force. 
Canada's border forest. And the wetlands, mooses are also strong swimmers. Sometimes diving several meters to feed on plants and the bottom of lakes. Polar bears. seven meters down dark twist ending explained so let's get into it because I have no idea John Roberts 47 meter down is an intense survival thrill that ends with an unusual trip here's what happens in its dark final sequence 47 meters down ends with a dark and unforeseen twist here's an explanation for what really happened at the shocking conclusion when it comes to horror movies featuring sharks, Jaws is still the one to beat. Good luck with that. I mean, really. Shark, Jaws is like, I think, the one that started it all. Pretty much. One, okay. The combination of Steven Silberg direction, John Williams' moral score, the lead performance, and the editing, making it one of the scariest films ever made, according to this article I found. The sub-gear hasn't made any classics since then, with Jaws 2 being a respectful follow-up with Deep Blue Sea is considered a delightful guilty pleasure. However, shark movies did get a bit of a boost in the last decade due to the surprise success of The Shallows. <laughs> the Shallows. And the Meg. Okay, I like the Meg. The Meg was good. Uh, I think I talked about it. Which pit Jason Daddens against a giant prehistoric shark. <laughs> prehistoric shark. It's funny. They're scary and funny. Following two sisters' survival intertwined with beastly sharks and a diving misadventure. 
where the two women never could have known what to expect 47 meters down spying Lisa and Kate stranded in a cage at the bottom of the ocean floor surrounded by hungry sharks. Yeah, because you put out food for them, that's beside the point, I guess. Right until it's ending. The film is a taut, suspenseful thriller. Okay, it's a thriller. And also features a number of great jump scares. The movie was primarily released straight to DVD under the alternative title In the Deep by the original distributor, while these discs were quickly recalled. Copies of the movie under this other title have become collector's items. Okay, Open Water and the Reef Proven Shark movies are scareless without CGI. I don't know. This is just the article. The project was directed by Jonathan Roberts and is notably for a surprise twist that reframes the ending. In some of 47 meters down the final scenes, Lisa finds herself alone in the cage after Kate is seemingly killed by a shark. Lisa's leg is pain and she breathes air for a few, for a new oxygen tank that Kate retrieves for her. When she hears Kate's voice over the radio, she summons the strength to free herself and fire her wounded sister. With no other choice, the two sisters have to swim all the way back to the boat. However, the 47 meters down finale scene that audiences are initially shown isn't as it seems. Captain Taylor, played by Matthew Modding, had previously informed the sisters that if they swam to the surface, they needed to stop for five minutes halfway to avoid the bends. During their nail-biting escape sequence at 47 meters down, and Lisa lights flares to ward off the prowling sharks, their sisters eventually reach the surface and race to the bottom, only for Lisa to get bitten and dragged down by the shark. At a moment that seems rather unrealistic, in general, the description of 47 meters down, diving and sharks are totally inaccurate. Lisa scratches out the creature's eyes and is pulled out onto the boat. The wounded sisters are being treated when Lisa notices the wound on her hand, which she cut in the cage, is bleeding into the air. Turns out Lisa has been hallucinating this entire escape and is still pinned to the bottom of the cage. 47 meters down had set up this reveal when Taylor had also warned that switching tanks increases the danger of hallucinations, which led to Lisa vividly hallucinations of saving Kate. Lisa is eventually saved by divers and is taken back to the boat and comes to accept her sister was killed by a shark. Seriously, please tell me there is another ending here because that is just the Let's just continue, I guess. I digress. Some audiences were ir- irritated by this reveal, but the movie did set it up, and the over-the-top rescue sequence would have felt out of place if it wasn't a hallucination. Joan Roberts had considered an even bleaker ending of 47 years now when Lisa was left to die. 
but he realized the movie needed some hope. The director also returned for 2019 sequel, the original poorly reviewed 47 Years Down on Cage, which follows a cast of characters. Yeah, that movie's okay. This one's better, in a way. They're just slow, but the other one's... The other one just makes you want to bang your head a little bit because of the whole situation in the movie, which is a whole nother conversation. We will have that at a different time period. I digress again. My throat is going to be killing me by the end of this thing because I am so annoyed with it. With any tale of survival like 47 meters down, viewers walk away from the films and wonder if it's based on a true story. After all, the basic premise of a diving excursion gone wrong gone awry due to faulty equipment and overly trusting tourists looking to have a good time doesn't seem all that far-fetched. Yeah, it doesn't, but still. If you're a tourist, please be careful when you decide to do things. Maybe if you want to go somewhere, try to, like, talk to people who know what they're doing instead of just a random guy and his friend at a bar, please, or wherever they were, like, just please. Just do us all a favor and try not to die. When it comes to the specific story of Lisa and Kate fighting for their lives in Mexico waters, the project isn't actually based on real events, even though it could be, it really could be. Of course, even so, as previously mentioned, and as many online sources have already noted since the film release, Sizable chunks of 47 meters down are quite unrealistic. Naturally, these inquires only further separate the plot from the compound of a true story. But John for Robert addresses these elements in 2019 interview with Bloody Disgusting, where he himself called 47 meter down movies preposterous. He went on to emphasize the importance of suspending one's disbelief while watching films and to point out if you went down 47 meters in a cage to the bottom of the ocean with a tank and you weren't an inexperienced diver, you would probably last about three minutes before you die or ran out of air. So yeah, sure, it is ridiculous, but it is a movie, you know? Yes, that's what I was telling myself for the last four minutes, that's just a movie. But I could see, like, something like this happening. Like, it definitely... It's definitely a thing that can happen where, like, equipment breaks and someone gets hurt. I can't believe I'm even using these words. Look at the Titanic, where they didn't have enough equipment and they thought the boat was unsinkable. It wasn't. Look at... uh, Jaws, I think, is based on a shark attack that happened. I forget if they said it was an NJ. You actually look at the thing, and they say it's based on, like, the shark attack that happened in a, in a few a years before it, and it's half based on a true story. Sharks will attack people, but not as often as people think. I don't even know if they purposely attack you. I know, like, Soul Soul Surfer, when a shark attacked her, he bit off her arm, and then she 
was brave enough to get back in. I don't think I would have been that brave. But yeah, I don't really know exactly like what makes sharks want to eat us at first. I mean, it could be the fact that there's no food. It could be the fact that you're, I don't know if they can like, I don't know if they really try to eat humans. Like that's the only thing about shark movies is hard to like, but then you're like, it's just the movie. Remember, it's just the movie. It's just the TV show. Like, oh yeah, I forgot for a minute that this is a movie. I like 47 meters down. It's interesting. It is a little creepy because if you actually are scared of being... Okay, if you want to watch it, please don't watch it via claustrophobia. Because they are trapped in a cage. Not a big cage, but a cage for two people to watch sharks in. And then they get trapped in water in a cage with sharks. And I had a friend who was claustrophobic from just walking in like a straight thing. And um, yeah, it was back in the day when I had friends. You wouldn't like it if you're claustrophobic. And if you're terrified of sharks. Now, if you're like me, who's like, nah, it's okay. It's not scary, but it's not like, I don't know. It's definitely a thriller. It's not my favorite movie. It's not like a movie that I would go and watch all the time. I could see myself watching it here and there, maybe one other time. It's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm, under wraps. It's definitely a movie that, uh, not the original, the remakes. And yes, there are two, which is a whole different conversation because I can't get over the second one because it makes no darn sense and it makes me so mad the way that they put a character. What was I talking about again? I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 47 meters down. When I say it's okay, it's just okay. It's not good, it's not bad. It's a movie you can maybe watch once or twice, but I want to watch it again and again again unless you're reviewing it for something like it's not like nightmare on elm street or friday the 13th or michael myers where you go back and you can watch it every halloween or even final destination you go back to them and watch them i've watched some thrillers that are like i could go back and watch them uh jaws is okay i could go back and watch that even though it does make you a little creeped out about sharks but at the same time, like, you could just go back and watch it. This movie, I'm just like, eh, it's okay. So my takeaway is if you want to watch it, go watch it. Watch it once. You don't have to watch it again after that. If you want to watch it again and again, go ahead. This is just my opinion. You can follow your own. I hope you have a great and wonderful day. Bye. Tacos have been around for a long time. How long? Well, some believe the taco was invented between 1000 and 500 BC, although the word taco originated from Mexico silver miners in the 18th century. At the time, it was used to describe the thin sheets of paper wrapped in unopened powder that was used as an 
explosive, although the miners did enjoy a more flavorsome alternative as a part of their staple diet. For more, check out the post on History of the Taco. Some tacos may be out of price range. We provide ourselves with provide ourselves on our taco and the affordable price that comes with them. However, there is one high-end resort in Las Vegas that sells tacos at a whopping $25,000. These tacos are constantly, are costly because they are infused with gold. And you have to be a guest at the resort, presidentially suit if you want to buy one. Or advice, stick with our tacos. They are far more affordable and probably just as delicious. The lower world's largest taco was a mouthful. <laughs> a mouthful. I get it. How big do you like your tacos? We bet it's smaller than the world's largest taco that was constructed in Q-U-E-R-E-T-A-R, Mexico, on November 20th, 2011. It was 246 feet long, stretched an entire city block, and was filled with contents pulled apart. There is a day to celebrate tacos. October 4th is National Taco Day, so celebrate this great day with a meal at our restaurant. Taco, twisted tacos. This is a day to celebrate taco. Taco is a translated as light lunch. The word taco means light lunch, which is quite ironic when you consider the fact that people like to fill their taco with all kinds of delicious and sometimes heavy fillers. Let's continue. Tacos are filled <gasps> excuse me, I had a hiccup. With anything. What do you like in your taco? Many people enjoy them filled with pork, chicken, and other meat. But you could serve them as vegetarian dishes too. And some people like to fill their corn tortillas with wrap tacos. So there really can be a taco for all tastes. Some people eat tacos at a specific time of day. Taco time can be any time, right? Sure, especially if you're in the mood for a delicious snack. However, according to Mexican tradition, there is a specific time to eat a taco. Seafood tacos are meant to be eaten at lunch, and A-N-T-O-J-I-O-T-O-S are supposed to be eaten at dinner time to save of any nighttime food craving. The first ever food truck was probably a taco truck. There may be some debate over this, but it is believed that the first official food truck was a taco truck opened by Rapal, Rapal, a Mexican immigrant. Tacos are out of this world. We mean this literally. An astronaut often consumes them when they are out in their missions, on their missions. A 
as tacos are simply less messy to eat in a zero-gravity environment. Tacos have their own TV show. Not only can you eat tacos, but you can watch them too. The Spanish-language series Taco Chronicles is on Netflix, so take a peek if you want to learn more great facts from the wonderful world of tacos. Get your taco on a twisted taco. Looking for the best in the Tex-Mexican food? Try the Twisted Tacos. Okay, let's see what other fun taco facts, interesting facts about tacos. Unless they're all the same. Okay. A taco is a traditional Mexican dish. It is considered a tortilla folded or rolled around a filling. A taco can be made with a variety of fillings, including beef, pork, chicken, seafood, food, salsa, chili peppers. Tacos are generally eaten without utensils. The origins of the taco are not precisely known. An entomologist for the culinary usage of the word are generally theoretical. According to one entomologist theory, the term for the food came from Mexico's Spanish taco, which is which in true turn comes from the original Spanish taco, meaning club. Okay, ingredients origin from the culinary word taco are also proposed. One possibility is that the word devised from the N-A-H-A-T-L or taco, meaning half, or in the middle in the sense of the food, would be placed in the middle of a tortilla. The taco predates the arrival of Spanish in Mexico. This is another anthropology evidence that the indigenous people living in the lake region of the Valley of Mexico traditionally ate tacos filled with small fish. Writing at the time of the Spanish Inquisition, Brano Diaz Le Postol, if I mispronounce that, I'm so sorry, document the first taco feast enjoyed by European Emil, which Henry Corstel arranged for his captains and little boy. Tacos started appearing in the United States in the early 1900s as well. Today, tacos rank among our most beloved fast foods. Good for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or a late-night snack after the bar closes. Americans eat more than 4.5 billion tacos a year. The world's most expensive taco we already talked about. The largest serving of a taco weighs 1,230. Mexican cuisine has endless styles, flavors, and colors. It is so expensive and multi-filled that it has been named as the I-N-T-A-N-G-I-B-L-E Heritage of Humanity by N-U-N-E-S-O. The taco has become the symbol of Mexico cuisine. In the United States, the National Taco Day is October 4th. The most basic uh, difference between taco and burrito is that the burrito as a rule, are much larger than tacos. A single burrito can 
expiring a whole meal. In the case of a taco, you would have to consume several of them to be able to feel like you have a meal. But you don't know about tacos. Tacos have been around for, for a millennia. Taco Bell popularized them in the U.S. You can't get tacos at lunchtime in Mexico. The taco truck is probably the first truck. You can fill a taco with anything. Yeah, I think we have found everything we put on tacos. Okay. According to historic records, uh, taco place date back to the 19th century. Originally, they were small stands and later evolved into the restaurant-type establishment we know today. Back then, tacos were considered poor people food. Wealthy Mexicans didn't eat tortillas. They preferred bread, as the European tradition decays. Okay, I think we've learned all we could about tacos. If you have any more facts you want me to look up or know anymore, let me know in the comments below or on my Facebook. Have a great and wonderful weekend. Bye for now. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor. Ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a...
salsa we go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about salsa I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.